Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 223, what is catalyst, well, should be catalytic converter efficiency, and how is it measured? Uh, This is from a trade magazine called Shop Squad. Uh, There's no author, so I can't give credit to whoever wrote this article, so sorry about that. But anyway, uh, this one we're going to talk about, uh, there's what's called catalytic converter efficiency, and this is a, a fault code that can come up when someone's looking at your, uh, with a scan tool, is looking at your OBD2 um, you know, readings, and there could be fault codes that come up for it. And yes, if you're in the state of California, as a for instance, or if you're in a state that does smog uh, testing for vehicle registration, uh, it would probably fail the smog and, um, you know, something would have to be addressed. So this is going to give you a little bit of insight of, of how catalytic converter efficiency is measured. So hopefully you'll uh, get something out of it. Um, as usual, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And I'm also available on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motor Works. So let's get started. Uh, oxygen sensors also monitor the operation of the catalytic converters. By controlling the fuel trim, it can control the temperature of the catalyst beds inside the converter by controlling the fuel and oxygen content. The catalytic converter begins to function at 400 to 600 degrees Fahrenheit. The average operating temperature can range from 1200 to 1600 degrees Fahrenheit. By controlling the temperatures, it is possible to control the reactions inside the converter. Two oxygen sensors monitor the reactions inside the catalytic converter. The engine management module compares the two sensors to see if the oxygen levels are reduced by the catalytic converter. The catalyst efficiency monitor verifies the catalytic converter is operating at a high enough efficiency rating to keep exhaust emissions within the predetermined values. The PCM compares the signals from the upstream and downstream oxygen sensors to determine the state of the converter. These tests are called the readiness or emission monitors. What is efficiency? Platinum, palladium, rhodium, and cerium store oxygen in the converter during periods of lean operation or by an external air source. The oxygen is used to oxidize hydrocarbons and toxic gases during periods of rich operation. This oxidation changes harmful carbon monoxide, or what's known as CO, into carbon dioxide, is CO2. It will also oxidize hydrocarbons or, bur- or fuel by turning them into inert carbon products and water. This is called a reduction in chemistry, or the breaking down of molecules into smaller parts. The precious metals act as catalysts in the process and are not changed. They just store and use oxygen to break down combustion products. The converter has an efficiency rating computed by the vehicle's manufacturer. The efficiency of the converter is tied to the fuel trim of the engine. The fuel trim is monitored by the oxygen sensors and is constantly adjusted by the PCM. This helps to keep the converter at the correct temperature for the most efficient operation. One of the things the converter does is store a certain amount of oxygen in it. If an engine is running too rich, it cannot store oxygen. If the bank runs too lean, the oxygen levels may prevent the converter from reaching its optimum heat range. 
Converter efficiency can be checked with a scan tool and by watching the O2 switching between rich and lean. Lab scopes can also be used to monitor the switching. Once the efficiency drops below a specified level and other criteria are met, an efficiency code will be set. Most converters start out at about 99% efficient and quickly taper off to about 95%. As long as the efficiency drop doesn't drop off more than a few more percentage points, the converter will do a great job of cleaning up the exhaust. But if, but if efficiency drops below 92%, it will usually turn on the mill light, which means malfunction indicator light. Newer vehicles have to meet an even more challenging low emission vehicle requirement. Now there's even less room for leeway. A drop in converter efficiency of only 3% can cause emissions to exceed federal limits. The LEV standard allows only 0.225 grams per mile of hydrocarbons. Some OENs have updated calibrations for the catalyst monitors. The new calibration can then be reflashed into the PCM. If the vehicle already has a damaged converter, the reflash will do nothing at all for it. But if the converter is near the threshold limit, the reflash may extend the life of the converter and prevent the light from coming on for another 10,000 or even up to 80,000 miles. Continuous and non-continuous readiness tests. A monitor is a section or segment of an operation that the vehicle normally performs or one that needs to be done to verify a specific aspect or condition of the vehicle. There are two basic types of readiness monitors, continuous and non-continuous. Continuous monitors are constantly tested and evaluated while the engine is running. The non-continuous non monitors need to have certain conditions met before a test can be completed. Some operations can either be continuous, non-continuous, or both, and can be checked during both types of monitors, such as a misfire or fuel system issues. Non-continuous monitors will differ between gas and diesel engines as well. A newer vehicle can report the emissions monitor status during its current drive cycle. These monitors start from the beginning whenever the monitoring cycle meets the criteria to run a readiness test. Older cars might not support this feature. Because the monitors are a self-check routine that the driver does not have to initiate, the best way to get them ready to perform a self-test is to drive the vehicle. Still, driving alone won't meet all the needed conditions. There are few requirements that vary from manufacturer to manufacturer. Drive cycles and monitors. To finish the replacement of an oxygen sensor or catalytic converter, the emissions or readiness monitors must be completed. If you do not complete the monitor by performing a test drive, the customer could be back with the light back on or they might not be able to pass an emissions testing. The steps will vary by manufacturer, model, and year. Most will involve a cold start in open loop operation. Some manufacturers will say the coolant and ambient temperature should be in a specific range. When the engine is started, the drive cycle procedure might require waiting 3 to 5 minutes until the closed loop operation is reached. During this time, the ECM will typically run the oxygen sensor heater monitor. After the warm-up, you will have to go for a drive that might be for a sp specified distance and speed. Remember that the non-continuous monitors may not catch a problem until the vehicle has been driven several times and the conditions are right to detect the fault. Consequently, any time you're troubleshooting a catalyst efficiency problem, it's crucial to use a scan tool that can tell you if all the re monitor readiness tests has run or not. If one or more monitors are not ready, the vehicle will have to be driven under the correct conditions to make the monitor set. Then and only then will you get an accurate diagnosis.
So that was kind of a quickie about catalyst efficiency monitors and kind of, again, you know, a little bit of information of what technicians have to go through to get your car fixed. So uh, hopefully you got something out of that. Again, just, you know, in, kind of increasing your knowledge of, and hopefully, um, you know, realization of, of what technicians go through as far as fixing cars every day. So I hope you got something out of it. Uh, again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motor Works. So check that out if you want to do that. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. Again, I hope you got something out of it. And I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.